Chapter Ten of the Night Side of New York by members of the New York Press. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Markets at Night. Fulton Market at Night presents a good many features characteristic of New York City and its motley population. Most of the night, as well as all day long, the narrow arcade running along the Fulton Street front of this dingy old pile is crowded with an ebb and flow of passengers on their way to and from the Brooklyn ferryboats. Hundreds of these passengers thus take their way, night after night, without ever turning aside into the market alleys to view their aspect after the business hours of the day are over. Perhaps there is not much to be seen, after all but let us take a turn through the place and look about us a little you see those long basement places of entertainment that abut on the arcade and in which as we pass several market men in aprons and other men coatless and in red shirts may be seen drinking at the bars these places are never closed at least the present writer has passed them many and many a time at all hours between just after dark and daylight and their business if slack still always seemed to warrant the outlay necessary for a relay of night hands the boats run all night and there is always a chance that some hungry or thirsty wayfarer on his way to or from them will stop in at the basements to fortify his department of the interior dim lights you may observe are burning in the alleyways of the market giving a very ghostly appearance to the scene as you view it from a little distance shadowy butchers or watchmen employed by the butchers to look after their property are seen flitting slowly here and there among the rows of carcasses with which the alleyways are lined up to about ten o'clock or thereabouts some of the fruit women may still be seen sitting by their tables but they will soon stow away their stock now and go home to count the gains made by them throughout the weary day pass this way along the arcade that looks out toward the river two or three burly policemen club in hand are slowly pacing up and down as you will observe and their presence is very necessary indeed for there are no end of skulking places all about the market and even in broad daylight many a watch or pocket-book is filched from the unwary passengers to and from brooklyn the great green and red cross-town cars take up their stand just at the foot of the market where several stages are always in waiting too as you jostle in and out of these vehicles look very sharply to your pockets for it is in these jostles that the light-fingered operator finds his opportunity but the policeman who stands by the arcade post nearby is all eyes for such the cake and coffee shops along the riverfront arcade are as you see still in full operation and many if not all of them remain so throughout the night queer little saloons they are something like ship's galleys the proprietors wear a very tidy appearance with clean white aprons and a rather professional air all the utensils are as bright as silver the spread along the front counter is a tempting one to the appetites of those who indulge in pastry though you and i perhaps might discern dyspepsia lurking behind the dainty show there are pies there of many a mysterious combination some of them present obvious indications of treacle and dough and if you watch the stray passengers who come along you will see that five out of six of them select that sort of pastry for immediate consumption 
certainly it seems very easy to bolt and perhaps it is very filling at the price the coffee is always kept very hot here and perhaps that is about the best that can be said of it although it is no worse than that generally dealt out in the cheaper saloons about the city here and there as you pass on toward the beekman street front of the market little oyster establishments are in full operation under the arcade the glowing braziers look very comfortable this chilly night and it is not easy to resist the urgent invitation of the artist who is engaged in frying scallops for a night customer who sits inside the little stall shellfish are shellfish now all along of the war and that fry will be charged for at the rate of forty cents four years ago about half the money would have secured it but the shellfish in fulton market are superb and people nowadays do not grumble much about prices eels get used to being skinned we are told up to about twelve o'clock at night the liveliest nook in fulton market is dorland's a place so well known to all housekeepers who go marketing by day dorland does a pretty good business at night in the oyster supper way here as we retrace our steps along the arcade come some lively bouncing girls with their bow all on their way home from new york or perhaps from church but still more perhaps from the brooklyn academy or theatre or some other profane place of amusement in which that rather prim suburb is prone slyly to indulge they enter dorland's where already several voyagers of the raging ferry are seated at the small tables if you delight in seeing the mysteries of shellfish cookery this is the place for you to feast your eyes see how featly that slim youth with the checked sleeves and close-cropped hair tosses up the stew the young gentleman who obligingly opens oysters is master of his profession he is a graduate of fulton market and that giving him precedence nothing more remains to be said but prices rule too high here yet and if libby far up fulton street charges but twenty cents for a stew we hardly see why the price of one in fulton market should be kept up to twenty-five but the connoisseur in oyster knows that the article is good here at some of the tables you will observe that solid business-like men are having their oysters on the half-shell accompanied by foaming tobies of nut-brown ale these are probably residents of brooklyn whose business lies in new york and keeps them in the city until the night is well advanced and dorland's is their favorite place of stopping in on their way to the ferry as the night advances the place grows dimmer and dimmer and even the stalls and cellar places are all shut up except the few that keep a stir the night through passing away from the market you will catch even more than by day the reeking exhalations that arise from the heaps of oyster shells and garbage with which the gutters are dammed there seems to be no drainage here pools of stagnant water collect at the lower corners of the arcades and just when the thoroughfare is most crowded close by the ferry gates filth and miasma seem to be the general characteristics of the scene but what is to be said of washington market if that of fulton seethes thus over a cauldron of filth turn down vesey street with this writer and take a nocturnal glance at the terrible old huddle of abomination and purulence and slime 
the only reputation for decency that washington market enjoys is based upon the quality of the food sold in it which is excellent the surroundings of the place are execrable it is notorious for the bold operations of the thieves who haunt it through the crowding day there is but one comforting suggestion arising out of the dirty old pile as you contemplate it if it isn't pulled down soon it will tumble to pieces of itself it will take a thousand tons of chloride of calcium to purify the site where it stands when it is gone let some enterprising glover contract for the removal of the rats that will be sacrificed when the dilapidation of washington market takes place their skins will be a fortune to him for the manufacture of genuine gant juvan or of real alexander kid gloves imported direct from paris now as we view the rickety concern at night there is but little to catch the eye though a great deal to catch the nose there is no great ferry thoroughfare by it as by fulton market and its places of entertainment consequently are closed the filthy stalls that stick out like brown wens from the sides of the buildings loom hazily now for the streets here are very indifferently lighted at the western end of it right over on the river pier there you see there is a very large show of meat the well-dressed carcasses hanging out in long rows open to the street and forming a ruddy background to the horse-carts that continually pass and repass but meat can hardly be called a sign of life and the whole place has a desolate and deserted look all the little penny dealers have put their tables away for the night those large dirty chests that lumber up the street close under the market stalls are where the small dealers put away their goods and chattels until the dawn of another day one hopeful old man with cheap cigars to sell and vile ones at that still sits at his crippled table dozing under a feeble ray of gaslight there is a man at work whitewashing some of the stalls a little job that must be done either at night or on sundays no matter which see how the posts that support the dilapidated roof of the alleyway are nearly worn through by the action of the halters of wagon horses that are tethered to them during the day it would not take a samson to pull down this edifice by straining on the pillars the places of entertainment that bound the market on three sides do not seem to have much call at night some of them have long dining-rooms with bars and bowling alleys and billiard rooms are attached to a few but they are very dreary at night for the spot is not a cheerful one and but few care to linger in it after dark now and then there sallies forth from a drinking saloon some belated market gardener from new jersey who has got pretty well on and is only now getting into his wagon to drive back to his rustic homestead years ago we heard from an old customer of washington market a story of some such old farmer as you he had been in town all day with his son a young stripling of seventeen years toward evening soon after the market was lighted up the old man got hustled in one of the passages by a pack of thieves he had been drinking a little and his blood was up and being a powerful man he made short work with those nearest to him until the whole of the rascals took to their heels 
passing a corner soon after this he came suddenly on one of the thieves as he supposed running along the sidewalk at a great pace one of the large chests along the market wall happened to be open and the old man seizing up the fugitive as he brushed past him crowded him quickly into this and having shut down the lid and driving a chip through the staple to keep the hasp from slipping walked away chuckling at the successful trick played by him upon the rascally pickpocket now he gets his wagon out to start for home but on calling to his son that youth was nowhere to be found while the farmer was searching for him in great tribulation the row kicked up by the prisoner in the chest brought one of the market men to his rescue and lo who should he turn out to be but the missing progeny of the old farmer who blind with whiskey and rage had failed to recognize his offspring but the worst of the joke was that the box happened to be half full of eggs into which one of the dealers had stowed them a few minutes before leaving the lid up until he returned with another basket of them the plight of the young man from the country may be easily imagined and the old man's wallet was lightened considerably by the amount he had to pay for the broken eggs the best time to see the markets to advantage at night is about christmas and new years then they are brilliantly lighted up and dressed with evergreens and numbers of people throng them for the sake of the show the prize meat is decorated very fancifully on these occasions with rosettes and wreaths of flowers great christmas wreaths like horse collars are hung up along the stalls the show of trussed turkeys and other poultry is creditable to a great city now and then some strange exceptional animal of an edible nature attracts the attention of the visitor a large bear scientifically laid open to display his internal wealth of fat is no uncommon object in the markets at this season opossums with very pig-like little faces dangle from the stall beams by the tails and squirrels of several varieties are tastefully festooned along with showy hares and grey rabbits here you may feast your eyes upon a noble wild turkey a gobbler of thirty pounds weight whose plumage gleams like armor in the gaslight and from whose breast depends a brush or lock of hair six inches long the time will soon come it is to be feared when that sort of game will be a rarity indeed in our markets for the pot-hunters out west kill too many of them at the wrong seasons fine fat bucks from the northern counties of the state with their hides and horns on are always a conspicuous feature about this festival time the wild fowl from the long island shores are infinite in their variety and contrasted with the piles of winter vegetables what capital subjects they afford for the painter of still life there is a smart trade in toys going on during the holiday season in the principal markets even to a late hour of the night loose-jointed negroes or zouaves set dancing by a simple contrivance seem to take very well with the agents of santa claus here you may see a girl standing with a bushel of toy watches with chains hanging upon her arms and neck the literature of the market is also on show to a late hour during the festival nights and the stalls setting forth all the latest sensation stories and cheap novelettes have a good time of it 
There is a pretty good show, too, of plants in flower pots, some of them in full bloom and of rare beauty, and bouquets are not wanting, even at this advanced season of the year, and night. Fulton Market, especially, is worth a ramble through at night by the country cousins who have concluded to eat their Christmas turkey in the city, just for the novelty of the thing. Of the city markets, there is but one having any claim to solidity and appropriateness of architectural design, and that is the Tompkins Market. At night its features bear no very striking points, excepting the brilliant illumination of the whole of the upper story. That is the superb armory of the Seventh Regiment, but as it has nothing particular to do with the subject of the markets at night, we shall here close our chapter, having discussed that topic at quite sufficient length. End of chapter 10